Redskins. They were offended by that. You know, stop naming these names, these teams with your racism. And we hear our, our noise, you know, because we got Martin Luther King, we got Louis Farrakhan, we got a lot of black leaders out there, Malcolm X and everything like that. And, uh, but we don't really hear the Indian brothers and sisters, if they are really Indian brothers and sisters, speak up. But they've been speaking up for a long time because they said, we don't want your holiday called Christopher Columbus. But they're so small now in numbers, they put them in reservations or like, like we put things in museums that just kind of remember what it is. But they said, you didn't discover nothing. We've been here the whole time. You just took history and you changed it the way you wanted it to be. It's called his story. But what about my story? <laughs> what about my story? You got his story, you got your story, then we got the truth. And the truth is, like I tell pastors all the time, I wonder what would happen if the Indian brothers and sisters got saved and they begin to cry out to God. This is what I tell them. I tell them that point blank to their face because they always want to talk about our land and our God and they rush in the capital doing their thing. I said, well, what happens if the Indians get saved? And they start to cry out to God and they turn from their wicked ways and they humble themselves and pray and begin to seek his face. And God says, "Okay, well, then I'll restore the years that the locust has eaten away. And you know what happens? All of us, you know, everybody, for some unapparent reason, all of us are getting out of America. And we are leaving and giving them their land back, giving them everything that was stolen from them. You know, you know, we can't get back the trail of tears. We can't get back all that has happened. But at least you get back what belongs to you. Because in the scriptures, God said he set men in their place and gave them boundaries. Okay? So people had their own. But sin and, and covetousness that's in the scriptures mean that you start liking my land better than I do. You know that? You start liking my stuff better than I do. Next thing you know... You find a way to take my stuff. And whatever has been stolen from us, you hear me? God is able to give it back. I don't care what has been stolen. He says, I'll give you the years that the locust has eaten away. He's the Lord our God. He changes not. So when you're thinking in your mind about things, you know how you said, I wish things were different. I wish I would have did this instead of that. I wish I would have listened. Well, listen, he says, harder not your heart. He says, hey, man, I'm able to do this right now. I'm able to do this right now. And you're like, how can you restore? He says, that's what I do. That's all that he's about is restoring things that people have lost. All right. We've lost a lot individually. When you sit up at night, when you're sipping on that scissor, and you put on that Teddy Pendergrass or that Luther, you know what I'm saying, or the Isley Brothers, well, well. And you start going down memory lane and the tears start to flow from your eyes. You said, I wish it was different. I wish it was different. And God is trying to whisper to you, it can be. I can restore it. I can take the years away. And he says, in one day, he says, I can have you laughing, smiling, Yes, he can. He did it for Abraham and Sarah. Sarah said, well, how can it be when it is impossible? But I read somewhere when he says, with men, it's impossible. With God, all things are possible. And it's hard for us to understand that. 
It's hard for us to get it in our mind, but if you can, if you can hear him, he says, I can do anything I want to do because I am God all by myself. And because you couldn't redeem yourself, because you couldn't straighten out your life, he says, you know what? While you were yet in sin, I've already died for you. I've already made a way for you. And it's hard for us to understand how God came down and placed himself in a woman and created a body because he knew that none of us was going to die. I love y'all, but I ain't trying to take the bullet for you. <laughs> Greater love has no man than to lay down his life for his friend, but God did it for us. He placed himself in a woman and created a body and he took that body to a thing called Golgotha Hill. To a, they call it a cross. All right. And then he took that body and rose it up. And then he took that body. That's the first body, the first flesh and blood that ever transitioned itself into the spiritual realm. And literally that body is sitting in a place called the third heaven of glory. And we can't see it, but it's there always to make intercession for you and I so that we have a beautiful and wonderful opportunity to talk to our God all about it. Genesis 4 and 26 is when they got, they got a chance to understand that men begin to call upon the name of the Lord. They begin to cry out to God. They begin to pray and they begin to talk to God about everything that's going on in their life, everything that should have been, everything that happened back then in their future. They begin to cry out to him about it. And the Lord started listening and the Lord started changing things. Amen. That's it. That's the just of the scripture right there. That's everything that you have. Today we're in Joshua chapter two. We're going to talk about a young lady named Rahab. And I've talked about it before. And I, I talk about her with people all the time. This is one of the messages I like to preach on the street. When I'm out on the street and everything like that, and I'm sitting there, man, you know, we cut up on the street on the corners. We'd be cutting up and I'll just start talking about Rahab because everybody in the street understand how the street works, right? We understand how there's things for things in this world, right? I don't care where you are. You can be in corporate America. You can be on the streets or whatever. There's things for things in this world. And the oldest job, according to man, is what? Already. All right? It's the oldest profession in the business. And we all know Jesus, his family, is full of folks that kicked off their own business. And his great, 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 great grandmother named Rahab had her own business in a place called Jericho. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. It's in the book. That was David's great, 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 great grandmother. And she was an entrepreneur. And we're going to read a little bit about it. Let's pray real quick. Heavenly Father, have your way this morning. I know the game is coming on. And you know us, Lord God. We love you, but we still love the game. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. So, Lord, help, help me. I don't know if I'll finish today, but let's just break off a little bit of something of this Kit Kat bar so we can take it with us the rest of the day so we can get and fellowship with our brothers and sisters. And somewhere during this game, we're going to be surrounded by people that don't know you. And maybe we'll tell them that we spent some time with you this morning. Maybe we'll tell them all about you. Maybe we'll tell them how you saved our life. Maybe we'll tell them, Lord Father, how broken we are. But God, but God, all of us are broken. All of our righteousness is as filthy rags. None of us can say that we're better than the other. You said all of us have come short of glorifying you. And the wages of that is death. But the gift of God will always be Jesus. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Lord God. So have your way with us this morning. Thank you that you're so faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all that is unrighteous. We believe it, Lord God. We might make a mistake when we leave out of here, but what can separate us from you? Nothing. Not sin, nor death, nor principalities, or powers, or anything on this world or, or the world to come could ever separate us from you because of the blood that you shed for us. So have your way, Holy Spirit. We're here. We're waiting on you. 
speak through me, speak for me. I know I got ideas, but my ideas don't mean nothing. You speak, Lord God, and everybody will hear you. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So the oldest profession in the book, Joshua chapter 2, verse 1, and it says, And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out of Shittim two men to spy secretly, saying, Go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into a harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men uh, here tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to you, which are entered into your house, for they are come to search out all the country. And the woman took the two men, and she hid them and said thus, There came men unto me, but I don't know where they are. And it came to pass when we were shutting the gate, when it was dark, that they went out. And where the men went, I don't know. Pursue after them quickly, for you shall overtake them. But she brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof. So the men pursued them unto Jordan, under the way unto Jordan, unto the forge. And as soon as they was pursued after them were gone out, they shut the gate. But before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that your terror is falling upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of Jordan, Sion and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in the earth beneath. Now, therefore, I pray you swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed you kindness, that you will also show kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token and that you will save alive my father, my mother, my brothers, my sisters and all they that have uh, delivered our lives from death. And the men answered her, our life for yours, if we utter not this our business. And it shall be when the Lord has given us the land that we will deal kindly and truly with thee. Then she let them down by a cord through the window, for her house was upon the town wall, and she dwelt upon the town wall. And she said to them, Get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you, and hide yourselves there three days until the pursuers be returned, and afterward may you go your way. And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath, which you have made us swear. Behold, where we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which you did let us down by. And you shall bring your father and your mother and your brethren and all your father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head if any hand be upon him. And they let's leave it right there. So here we are. God you know, crosses the children of Israel over to the promised land, the river Jordan, the place of death, where finally, after 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, the children of Israel have come to a place where now they're saying, you know what, God, you will be our God and we will be to you sons and daughters, and that's it. But the older ones that were with them, that old nature, 
that they used to have, the way that we used to think, the way, you know, how we, how, we, would, we love the Lord, but yet we still got that other old person living in us. It's not that he's gone, but now it seems like the new man created after Christ Jesus seems to be ruling a lot more than our old nature. So God says, okay, they're ready now because they'll actually listen to me. So God wants to get you and I to a place where we actually begin to listen to him. And we step off the boat like Peter and start walking by faith and not by sight. We stop throwing hands and we let the Lord fight our battles. Amen. We stop being, being quick with our mouths. You know, we're quick to cuss folks out and do things our way because that's the way we were taught. Stand up for yourself. But the Lord says, hey, 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 be slow to speak and swift to hear. Be angry and sin not for I will fight your battles. And you're like, how are you going to fight my battles, Lord? Just let me, give me the strength to throw hands. And the Lord is like, that's not what it's about because you wrestle not against flesh and blood, always with spiritual wickedness. We talked about that with Gideon. The Lord was trying to show Israel, stop using your hands and your mouth and what you know to try to fight this battle because you'll always lose it. He said, let me fight it for you. Let me fight it for you. Just give me the opportunity. I'm not going to fight it the way you want to. I'm going to fight it the way that I know because he knows how to break the enemy's back. So anyway, the Lord is talking to Joshua and Joshua is a man of prayer. The older you get, you stop. You just stop talking so much. It's time for us to go pray because you realize, remember how our parents talk to us, goes in one ear and what? Out the other. So why do I talk to you? When people come to me and start talking, I just start saying, well, you know, unless they really want to know. Like, you really want to know? You just stop, man. Just follow the Lord. My family calls me and I listen to, you know, I got to let everybody vent. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay. And I, I wait for my opening. And I'm like a running back. And I wait for my opening. I got to follow the line, you know. And then finally when the opening comes, I say, hey, when, when are you going back and spending time with the Lord again? And they're like, I know. I said, I know you know. But I just wanted to remind you because I love you. you. You ain't going to win it that way. I ain't winning it that way. I don't know what makes you think you're going to win it that way. And you know the Lord. Go follow the Lord. Do what the Lord is asking you to do in every aspect that you find. And I guarantee you, you'll find yourself winning. So humble yourself. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. That's what I got to tell my family. Just humble yourself. And I'm the youngest. But humble yourself. And it's going to be all right. And they'll text me back. Thanks for talking with me. I love you. Love you too. But people already know the answer. Sometimes you just need somebody to talk to you about it. And Joshua knew the answer too because he spent time with Moses, and there was a time when Moses went into the tabernacle to pray, and it says Joshua went in there with him, and it said Moses left and Joshua stayed. So Joshua began to pray, and Joshua had a prayer life, and the Lord started talking to him. He said, yo, send two spies over there, because sometimes we don't believe what God is telling us, how we'll be the head and not the tail, how we'll be above and not beneath, but he says, you know what? Send two men over there to see what I'm telling you is true. So he sends two men over there, so what do we all do? You know how it is when we you know, we're now with the Lord and we go to this new town. The Lord wants us to spy it out because he's going to do some stuff. We go where we know we'll be safe to the strip club. Boom. We roll up in there because nobody's going to look for us there, are they? <laughs> they ain't going to look for no believers in there, are they? Ah, some guys are smart at Jericho. So we roll up in there and Rahab looks and we're different from the other guys because we ain't facing the stage. <laughs> We, we, we ain't worried about what's going on at the stage. You know, we just there like, yo, can we get two bottled waters? And what y'all got on the menu? Women are dancing by us, you know what I'm saying? People are making it rain. We just pushing the money out the way. We are focused on a whole nother different agenda. She says, something's up with these two cats over there. And the way we dress and the way we roll and our haircuts and the way we do our stuff, she comes over. She said, what brings y'all in here? And we're like, oh man, the food. <laughs> She's like, 
I heard about y'all. Because in them different places like that, people hear certain things. You know, cats get drunk, women get drunk. People hear certain things, and the people just start talking real loud. She's like, I heard about y'all. I know where you're from. And they're like, oh, you do? <laughs> you know of? And she just said, yeah. And she started to talk to him. She said, I heard what your God did on the other side. Matter of fact, I, we heard about your God when he dried up the Red Sea. And they don't even have a cell phone. They don't have cell phone, internet. They ain't got no, there's no, there's no channel three. But she said, we heard all about what your God has done. And she started to talk to them about, hey, listen. I hear from the men in this town that you guys are coming to destroy us. And she said, and rightfully so, you will. She says, but you know what? I don't want to go out like that. She says, I know it's going to happen. So she says, you know what? I want you to look out for me and my family because I'm going to look out for you. Because there's things for things in this world, right? <laughs> Amen. There's going to be some exchange in that house. You ain't just coming in there, you know what I'm saying, getting food. That's <laughs> right? And everybody knows things for things because that's the first job people had. That's what I'm, I'm just saying. It's what, I don't know. I wasn't around when the beginning came, but I heard that was an occupation that's always been around. All right. Judah. You all remember Judah, Jesus' great, 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 great grandpa. You know what I'm saying? You know how, his, you know how he get down. At least his stepdaughter did. All right. All you got to do is read the book. You keep thinking that this stuff that goes on in your life is like something new. But when you start reading the book, you're like, hey, you know what? Remember the stuff that we was doing last week? It's in here. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's in there. And all the people that Judah, remember the lion of the tribe of Judah? Yeah, he's in there. He like, the word harlot, when you look at it, 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 it means adultery. You know that? That's what it means. That's the place where men went when they wanted to cheat on their wives. It's the place where women went when they wanted to cheat on their husbands. Come on now. Y'all live in the world I live in. Y'all know how people get down. We don't have to go no deep. That was the place. Solomon, when he got so turned out with all these different women, he started building temples to these different gods. Just like the Catholic Church. You know, none of the men are with women. And none of the women are with men. That's the way it was in Solomon's temple. You just went to the side, whichever, you know, floated your boat. And it says that those women turned Solomon's heart from being with the Lord because we know Leviticus chapter 19 a man can't lay with a man like with a woman and neither can a woman lay with a woman like with a man son can't lay with mama and daddy can't lay with daughter auntie and them is off limits and animals and so people I know everybody's like animals I'm like come on now the Lord sees it all alright so anyway they're in here she says listen I know what's going to take place just like today he's the Lord our God he changes not and if you're here today, you've heard all the rumors and the stories of how he's coming back, right? Did you hear that story? He says, I'm coming back. Matter of fact, matter of fact, the disciples wrote in their little testimonies about an angel that was standing and they were all sitting there in amazement that Jesus was like Michael Jordan, like he was going for a dunk, but he never came down. He just kept on rising. And while he was rising, talking to him, he says, don't forget, baby, your boy coming back. And they were watching like, what kind of game is this? And a cloud came by and he disappeared. They were like, did he just elevate like that? Did he just literally rise like that? And there was an angel that just started talking and said, why y'all looking up there? And they were like, who is that? And they turned around, the angel there, and he says the same way that he left is the same way that he's coming back and every eye shall see him. You've heard that story before, right? <coughs> Sounds just like this woman in the whole house, don't it? She's like, I know, I know you're coming. 
and I know you're going to destroy everything. And, and listen, the Bible says that Jesus is coming and he's coming with 10,000 of his saints. And it says that there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. He's going to destroy everything. So I hope you heard the story like Rahab and I hope it's sitting there making you think, okay, what do I got to do? What kind of deal do I need to cut this morning to make sure everything is all right? And back then, people weren't selfish like we are today. They would cut deals because she was worried about who? Her father, her mother, her sisters, her brothers, auntie and them. Her family lived in Jericho. And we don't know why she got into this business. We don't know if she was forced into this business or not. We don't understand why people do the things they do. You ever sit there and ask yourself, like, why do people do the things they do? And you try to think about it over and over again. And what do we say? Pressure is like, what, a, a pipe. You know, pressure is so strong. That's what we say, it make a pipe bust. Pressure of life when you're growing up is so strong, it makes you start to do things that normally you won't do. Yes, it will. You apply the right pressure and people will do different things. All right? Everybody is different. Our thought process is so different. But Rahab is looking for her way out. And I pray that you're looking for your way out today. I pray that everybody is looking for a way out. I pray that you come to yourself and say, you know what? The direction that I'm heading in is not the way that God designed for my life to be. Because none of us at the age of five, six, seven, and eight, when we were going to school, ever put on there that I want to be an entrepreneur and I want to have a house where adultery is committed. I mean, children are changing nowadays. Little children now that are little boys actually are putting on their paper, I want to be a girl. So we got to pray for them. Amen? That's their dream. I dream that I can be Beyonce. Well, don't you want to be like, like a football player or something? No. I want to be Beyonce. Well, Bobby, look, Bobby, won't you? Look, well, how about an astronaut? Beyonce. How about a doctor? Beyonce. A carpenter, maybe? Somebody, Beyonce, you know? Coachella, that's what I want to do. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you teach this? How do you, how do you change this? Because I guarantee you, when Rahab saw her opportunity, just like we all have an opportunity, as many as received him, to them, he's given us an opportunity. And it's not based on whether you're naughty or nice. You know, it's based on your faith. She said, and she didn't stop working. Okay? All of us have tried to stop working. We've tried to stop this thing that's out of control and we just can't do it. We've all tried to change. We've tried to change whatever it is that's on your heart this morning, whatever it is that you're thinking about. None of us knows your business. And nobody, matter of fact, we already don't care. We try to work on our own salvation. I can't worry about what's going on in your life. I can't worry. About, I'm trying to work on what's going on in my life. I'm worried about yours. Like, I got that much time to be over there on your page. You know, like, that. I need to work on my page. <laughs> my page needs coloring, too. <laughs> I got some empty spaces. <laughs> you know, like, I need to color me bad. Remember that group, Color Me Bad? Do, 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 do. Y'all remember them groups? I'm old. I'm showing my age, ain't I? That was the group right there. I'm working on my own self, but none of us wanted to be where we are at. And I'm telling you that God can change it. So there's some promises made.
there's some things for things that are shared between them about what's going to take place. Okay, I give you 20. We're going to make this happen. Okay, you make that happen. I'm like, okay, we, there's some exchanges going on here. I'm trying to cut it down real close, okay? Let's go to Acts chapter 16. Because he's the Lord our God. He what? He'll never, ever change. So whoever is telling you, I know that they whitewash things. Bible's still the same. People all the time criticize the Bible, but when the Ethiopians ended up being ushered out of Ethiopia to Israel and they came with their Bible, it cracks you up. Because when you look at their Bible, it's the same as our Bible. You know how you go to different Bibles, you buy them, and everybody in the Bible is white. People are like, watch the chosen, Mark. I start looking at the chosen, and everybody in the chosen is white or Spanish. <laughs> yes, sir. But when you go to the Ethiopian Bible, everybody in there is black. And they had their Bible. Their, their Bibles are old, y'all. I'm talking about old pages, you know. Look it up on Google when you go home tonight. Look at the Ethiopian Bible. You'll see black people holding the Ethiopian Bible. Remember Moses married an Ethiopian woman? Now, God does not care about color. No matter one blood, he made all the nations or the races that we see today. Eve is the mother of all living, all right? So remember, he's the Lord our God. He changes not. So in chapter 16, it starts to talk about this woman. In verse 16. 16 and 16, it talks about this young lady. It says, it came to pass as we went to prayer. This is Paul and the brothers. They're going to go pray. Kind of like Joshua. You remember how Joshua always is praying? A lot of times people think that Joshua is just making stuff up. Joshua is in prayer. But it says, it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying, okay? Or remember Cleo the prophet that used to come on late at night? Just call the psychic hotline. And you like, ooh, man! Let's call and see if I'm going to get that job tomorrow. You know, so you throw your little 25 cents on there. Hey, it's Cleo. What's up, Cleo? It's your boy. <laughs> What's up, boy? What's going on? Hey, not much. Yo, look, I'm trying to get this job. I need to know, man, should I put my energy in this? Should I even go tomorrow? Are these fools going to look at me crazy, Cleo? I need to know what's up. Cleo's like, we're going to get that job, but that's yours. Click, boom, Cleo, I'm going tomorrow. You end up, you ain't get the job. You're like, man, Cleo. <laughs> Cleo, get on somebody's nerves. Got me all hyped, got me up at 3 o'clock in the morning, sipping on that stuff, celebrating like I done got the job, you know what I'm saying? Smoking a little bit, rolling a little bit, you know how we do. Celebrating, baby. I'm in the end zone already. You know, ain't even got the rock. Feeling good. Cleo got me hyped up. Next thing I know, Cleo done lied to me too. She got her money though, didn't she? It says right here that this young lady right here, she made her cats much money just by acting like she's a psychic. That's all she did. She wake up in the morning one night. Can I read your fortune for you? You know, you walking by like, uh, what you talking about? But it's things for things. I'm just trying. I ain't trying to do that. I'm just about, you know, telling you a little bit about your life. Let me see your hand. Let me see what you're about. Let me feel you a little bit. Where's your hair at? Let me get a little bit of that. That's what she was doing. But when the men of God came by, kind of just like those two cats at Jericho. Remember, he's the Lord our God. He changes now. You keep thinking that these guys are making these stories up, but these are Hebrews right here, too. These are... Eve's great, 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 great grandkids. These are Rahab's great, great, 
great-great-grandkids. The world wants you to think that something new happened, so they call it the New Testament, because remember, there's going to be doctrines of demons. They want to switch it up on you. Everybody's the same, but the names have been changed to uh, protect their identity. You know how they do that in movies? This is a true story, but all the names have been changed. Well, this is a true story, but the uh, ethnicity of the people have been changed to protect their identity since the Hebrews have been being killed lately. <laughs> you know, so we're going to make everybody white and uh, we're going to change their name from, you know, Hahashadhana to Timothy. How y'all like that? It's for your understanding. So they changed everything. They switched it around, but he's the Lord our God. He changes not. The same God that was doing what he was doing in Joshua chapter 2 is the same God that's doing his business in Acts chapter 16, verse 6. And this woman right here was making just as much money as Rahab. Yes, she was. Same spirit running the harlot and running the psychic. Same spirit they're serving. Making a lot of money. Men going in and out, women going in and out. You hear what I'm saying? Men going in and out and women going in and out. Is he cheating on me? Hold on, let me see. So verse 17 says, the same followed Paul and us. You wonder why? Because Rahab knew who they were. And this woman right here that's serving Satan knows who these brothers are too. The same follow Paul and us in Christ saying, these men are the servants of the most high God, the same way as these two spies. They're serving the most high God too, which show unto us the way of salvation. Rahab knew that, and this woman right here knows it too. She is literally telling the people on the block, those cats right there know the way out. If you want your life saved, they can tell you how to save it. Listen, she's been telling lies all day. And finally, she can't help it. She begins to tell the truth. And at first it says here, in verse 18, it says, And this did she many days. She was doing this all the time. Every time she would see them, she would stop from doing what she was doing, and she would get up and begin to proclaim who they are. And Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, the same spirit that is running this lady's life, the same spirit that is running Rahab's life. He says to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. The children of Israel walked around Jericho seven days. The Spirit of God told him, I want you to do this for seven days. Jericho was never, ever defeated. It was a place that nobody could get in. The walls were so high. When they closed those doors, I don't care what type of army you had. You had to first get past the walls. Amen? And they didn't think they were going to get past the walls. Jericho was still in there playing spades, still doing what they wanted to do, living big. Laughing at the children of Israel walking by. Same way this lady right here, people laughing because she's so loud and she did it for so many days. But she didn't know also that the same God that was there at Jericho was the same God that's walking down these streets. And he's telling Paul and them, get up and go to prayer. And Paul and them are going to prayer. And every time they go to prayer, she's getting on their last nerves. And the Holy Spirit says, what you going to do about it, Paul? Paul turns around just like the children of Israel did back here. 
and spoke to that thing and the walls came down. And the walls came down in this woman's life and the spirit that was in her that was driving her went out of her. And verse 19 says, and when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, when they found out, they knew that that spirit that was in that woman was over, that the walls were down and they were never going to go up again. Israel had conquered Jericho and now all the kings that were in the land of Canaan, their hearts just broke. Because they said they can't, if they get past Jericho, they could never get past Jericho. Well, they got past Jericho. And they caught Paul and Silas. All right? Talks about Paul and what? Silas. There was two brothers, two spies, but they caught Paul and Silas. Same God, same scenario. Same God, same devil. And drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates saying, These men, being Jews or being Hebrews, do a bunch of trouble in our city. And teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, it says here, Paul. And Silas did what? They prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, do thyself no harm for we are all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? God shook up the house. Same God that came against Jericho is the same God right here. He's the Lord our God. He changes not. And matter of fact, they even wrote it about Jesus. They said Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. Says that he won't change. They gave him a name that they gave the Most High God. Remember Isaiah said that uh, virgin shall conceive and bring forth a son and they should call him uh, the Prince of Peace, the Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Emmanuel, God with us. And he said, what must I do to be saved? Acts 16, 31 was my favorite scripture. That's my name when I'm gaming, Mike. You ever game before, Jose? Acts 16, 31. People used to stop the game and say, yo, man, what is that scripture? I would say, look it up, pimping. I'm gaming. And they would come back five minutes later and say, oh, I know that scripture. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. I'm like, that's it, baby. That's it. Acts 16.31 is my game. We're on a game. You see Acts 16.31. You know it's me. I'll be like, it ain't me. You're like, I know that's you. I know your voice. <laughs> nah, it ain't me, pimping. That's somebody else. You know what I'm saying? But Acts 16.31, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Does this not sound like Rahab? Don't it sound like maybe they were studying Rahab? It says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved and your house, y'all. I know the Cowboys game is on. I want to stop you right there. But the Lord our God, he changes not. He will never, ever change. 
And that's the message I preach. You know, I preach on the street, but I get a little bit more deeper than that. Because <laughs> y'all know the streets, be, the, the streets, is, hey, listen, you got to bring it on the street. You got to keep folks' attention. But in here, I don't have to go that deep because y'all understand. Oldest profession in the book. That happened, what they say is the Old Testament, and then they say, we got a New Testament. But I'm like, man, nothing's old and nothing new. He's the Lord our God. He changes not. He's the same. And nobody new wrote the scriptures. He used his sons and daughters that understood what the scriptures were about. And Rahab, you saw that he saved Rahab and all of her house. They said, bring everybody that you want, everybody that means something to you, everybody that's on your heart. And they said, make sure you bring them in the house, right? She went and got everybody and brought them in the house. And she was saved and her house. Later on, Moses told the two spies, go get everybody out of Rahab's house. And the next thing that happened, we got to see that next week. Next week, we got to see what happens after that. Because what happens after you come out? What happens after you come out? What happens after you are saved? What happened to this jailer after he became saved? What happens to people when they get saved? What happens? What are you, how are you supposed to? What are you supposed to do now? Amen. What do you do now? What do you, okay, what do I do now? And that's where people get lost at because they don't know what to do now, or they might try to do something now, but they, it just don't last. You know, we want things to last. Like Rahab, she went from in that profession. How did she get to be Jesus's great, great, great? grandmother. Can you imagine that? You know, she was living the day where people would be talking about her. Hmm. Here come here come that thought. Mm-hmm. Acting like she's somebody because she got, you know, she in the family. Like, we don't know who she is. You know, they talk about <laughs> you like that. Oh, here come Judah. Mm-hmm. Look at him coming down here with his little pretty coat on. You know what I'm saying? Listen, Judah still like them, uh, you know what I'm saying. You know, he still go with his boy up to them different places. You know, they talk about you. Yeah, they do. And you know what? It ain't nothing wrong with it. It ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with folks talking about you. They're going to talk about you. The enemy is going to talk about you. He wants to drag you back in. It says, the Bible says there is now what? There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Well, Lord, I want to get my life straight before I really serve you. The Lord is like, you can't. It is impossible for you to get your life straight. And we got to talk about that now. It's impossible for me. It is impossible for you to straighten out your own life. So the only thing you can do is walk it out. That's all you can do. We got to talk about this because you're like, well, what do I do now? Acts 16.31 says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved in your house. Ha! I got to do something. Ain't really much else you can do. You've done all you can to try to change your life. And you couldn't. And you believe on Jesus, but what makes you leave is the fact that you still are the same person. And it bothers you. We got to talk about that next week because we got to let people go home. You know, if it was the Eagles, I'd be out of here already. Y'all know that. <laughs> Love thy neighbor as y'all say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know Whitney's over like, oh, this fool better not go for an hour. <laughs> Amen. But that's all I wanted to do. 39 minutes. I kept it early. I kept 21 minutes off it. Amen. <laughs> that's love. That's love, Jose, when you do that. 
because I love the Lord, but I, the Lord is like, he's cutting it short. It's all right, Jesus, we got to watch this game. Amen. <laughs> Anybody got anything on their heart? Yeah.